This is a Fubar Radio podcast. Go to fubarradio.com for more details. Ian Boldsworth on Fubar Radio. Fucking joke, mate. Hi, welcome to the show. It's me, Ian, with my uh, producer, Adam. Adam's here because Nat just, just hasn't come in the studio. She's in the other room, it's a pre-record, in the other room, she's not even bothering. I've got to leave in less than two hours' time. I've got to leave before the show ends, and she's just fanning about outside. So, don't know who the guests are. I presume this is some sort of scheme to make Jacob look competent. I presume that she's deliberately doing this being shit to try and make him look slightly more competent. Although, I'll tell you what, Adam, don't shit there, mate, but when I, I was going, my playlist isn't even up, and Jacob came in and went, oh, Adam, I told Adam to do that. Oh, right, we're having words. Yep, okay. What about some guests? Ralph, Ralph Ekamendia on the phone. Yep. Just finished working on the movie Snowden with director Oliver Stone. And also Lynn Cochran Murphy on the phone promoting a book. So that. Ian Boldsworth on Fubar Radio. Hi, welcome to the show. Uh, Duncan, the man who uh, on station, if you're listening, by the way, um, Nat didn't turn up for the show. Where is she? In time. Nat just didn't turn up. She was just in the other room just, just chatting, even though it's the second show, it's the pre-record and I've got to leave in, uh, in 50 minutes. What, Actually, no, less than that, 40, 43 minutes. Wait, so you're, you can only do half a show? No, I can do a full show if I start on time. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I've not. Because she's gone missing, mm. I can't start on time, and I've got to get a train. Okay. Yeah, so it's not my fault. Anyway, um, and here's the thing. This could be a shortfall in this episode, so she won't even be able to cut that out. <laughs> so, Adam, that's genuinely true what I said about Jacob. Well, he came he in genuinely and said... Did. And I thought when he said it, I thought he was being a bit snidey. I thought mm. it was, You know when you feel like you're like, hang on, that doesn't sound necessarily right... That sounds like he might be shit-staring a little bit. I think he does. I think he likes to get that big stick of his and just... That yeah, he yeah, removes yeah. from his ass because yeah. he has got a big stick up his ass. And the that's time. what I feel was going on. And he said, but he just did, he said that the reason my songs went up and the reason my uh, cart wall wasn't up was because you were meant to do it and you hadn't. No, 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 no. no. Oh, there's not. Just just sat in the other room. Hey, now. Yeah, yeah. Is she? Um, she just said, she, "Oh, are we on?" Yeah. Look, what's the fucking just gassing with people? She's absolutely she's, ridiculous. To be fair, though, she is a busy person. Yeah, but to be fair, though, right. I've got to get a train at nine o'clock. Well, nine ten, I've got to get a train. Oh. So, can't just disappear. I couldn't hear what you were saying. I've already been about, for, I've been literally hanging about for two hours, just waiting. Anyway, no, me and Adam are doing the show at the moment. Oh, you, okay. just, you can sit there, you stay there. You stay there, but we're just discussing something else you don't know about. So, you want to have words with Jacob? Yeah, I think I should. Okay. I think we should have words with Jacob. I mean, do you want look, him there he, or do you want to just shout it through the I glass? I just shout I it through I find shouting through the glass is much more, yeah, it's much easier. Sh- right, Jacob. Jacob, look up, please. Thank you. Shit, just stand there. Shit. There you go. Listen to Adam. Little shit. Look, he's rubbing his nipples now. This is just wrong. It's, got to be it's careful, like he's though, getting it off. We found out last week that uh, sometimes his finger gets stuck to his nipples. <laughs> That's what he said. He did a little sex line. I heard. Um, it was yeah. it was weird. It's it was wrong, wasn't it? It was yeah, wrong. It was wrong. It was wrong. Wrong on yeah. so many levels. Yeah, you're right. Um, so also, Adam, you're uh, you're leaving in like a minute. Yeah, I'm leaving. What's today? It's the 
it's the, the, week, the uh, fifth. Fifth. Twelve. 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 Uh, so, oh, nine days. Nine days time. Nine days. I leave. So will I not? Oh, no, I will see you. You will then. be here because you'll be here on the... Well, we'll be doing a show on Boxing Day, won't it's we? It's more admin, this, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but we'll, we'll have a show on the on the 26th, which is Boxing Day. Yeah. We'll be working Boxing Day. You can be on that if you want. Will we get paid for that? Live, Sorry, it? I presume that I'll get paid for it, won't I? Yeah, yeah you will. Yeah. Um, gosh, that was a little flashback moment <laughs> there. Um, so, uh, Adam, even though we are pals, yeah. we've had a slight disagreement, haven't we? Uh, yes, we did have a little disagreement. Outside. Now, you are. present or presented. Not yeah. Do you not anymore, I guess? Really. No, no, it's finished. Uh, spoiler alert. Yeah. Okay, uh, it tells us what that was. Let's do, uh, let's do a mini spoiler alert now. Okay, that was. A is there a thing for it? Is there anything? There is, yeah. If is you, there? What would I look for? I just want the Google. Typing spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Uh, hang on, I don't want anything ruining for me if I do type this in. No? Not, no, go, not no. going with that joke? No. <laughs> <laughs> right. You can kind of talk while I'm doing it. Yeah, um. Here we go. Got it. Right. Got it. Got it. Got it. So we. Oh, do you want to do the little sting first? Yeah, definitely. Definitely, mate. Um, right. Here we go. <coughs> Oh no! Really? This no. is dead air, isn't it? Yeah. What's going on? I don't know. It's not playing it. I think, mate, I think they might have deleted your. Oh, they deleted it already. It just oh, I've only I've only just finished doing the show that, and they've deleted horrible? it. I think they've just um I think they've just fucked it all off, mate. I think oh. they've, they've just kept the file, but actually. Oh, no. Okay, I've got it. I've got it. Oh, mate. you got one. Right, ready? Okay. Right, here we go. Just mini episode. Yeah. Mini episode. <laughs> Spoiler alert on Fubar Radio. This was a bit boring. Spoiler alert with Adam Johnson and Ian Bowlesworth. Fubar Radio. You alright? Westwood's shit, innit? Do you not say, do you not like say welcome to the show? No. Alright, I'll do that for you. It's perhaps what, this is probably why it's been axed. <laughs> it's what been axed. Yeah, I've, 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 I'm not leaving to go to Canada. I've been, been thrown axed. out of the country. Hi, welcome to Spoiler Alert. It's your weekly roundup of all things popular culture and all things to do with uh, the world that we live in today, really, yeah. and things that you know attract people. Like Den of Geek. It's like Den of Geek, but yeah. a radio show. Um, I'm, I'm Ian Bosworth. Hello, and I'm here with uh, my co-host... Adam Johnson. Adam Johnson, of course. And we've, uh, this week, we're going to discuss Westworld. Yes. TV series because we've got a slight differing of opinion here, haven't we? Yeah. Now, have you watched it, Nat? No, Adam said it. Right, so, shit. Don't, so don't don't join in. Don't join in with thumbs down because you've not mm. watched it. Okay. Right. Okay. Action. Um, I have been watching. Hang on a second. I know Nat's mic's off. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob's telling me in my ear, and I, I know she's not in spoiler alert, is she? Your mic's also off. Look, it's gone. Right. <laughs> Okay, Adam, um, Westworld. Okay, the first episode, loved it, brilliant, I thought it was great, but the second and third episode, I was just like, I'm just, I feel like this show is holding its cards too close to its chest. Cinematically, I think it looks beautiful and it's well shot and all the actors are brilliant and amazing, but I just feel the plot, I'm not getting anything out of it. I think, and I'm going to avoid, I won't give spoilers at all about it, so I'm talking about it as a general thing. Yeah. I won't give details of what actually happens in it. I honestly think, honestly, I'm not being deliberately contrary, Mm. I honestly think it's one of, if not the, best television dramas I have ever seen in all my life. Really? Genuinely. And I've seen a fair chunk of dramas. I mean, I mean something that's not comedy, it's just a drama, Mm. right? I I think it pisses all over 24. Yep. Um, And I'm I'm a big fan, or I was a big fan of 24. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's better than... It's certainly as good as Cracker, which is my other one that I thought was one of the greatest. 
Um, I've, I've I've been staggered by it, and I think it is so dense and so intricately weaved as a plot. It's it's so because Nat texted me and said that you did it was confusing. Yes, yeah, what yeah. Adam told me. Yeah. I, I can see why you would find it confusing. Oh God, right. right. I worked out I, Twin Peaks. I like confusion. Okay, well then fine. But then, yeah. I, then I think you'd love it. Oh, but okay. it's not. But it's it, but it isn't confusing if you concentrate. So it's okay. not like. It's just very intricate. Is it one of those, you know, there are some TV shows you could be more passive to and be like on your phone or whatever, but yeah, you, you need can't to pay be, attention. You can't Definitely be like that. You okay. cannot do that. With, okay. You've got to be locked world. into it and watching it. Okay. There's been a couple of times when I've wound it back when I've realised that I'd zoned, because I watched it late at night. Mm. Mm. So I might be on my fourth episode, I might be like, oh, no, I didn't really follow that then. Mm. And I've gone back and watched it. It's like, okay, right, okay, that makes perfect sense. Um, but I'm only up to episode eight. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I just find it, it is just too intricate and too interweaved and like you're not until you until the season for not final that's why they put the adverts in for you so I can go have a cup of tea <laughs> so you can have a rest <laughs> no four minute think about it I know it. but I watch it on Sky Plus so I skip for the adverts so uh, I get, still get confused but, but do you think it doesn't make sense do you think I it, think I think it will make sense at the very end right. but until the very end it's like well what the fuck's going on like who's who's this what, what are they are they a robot? Are they human? But isn't that true of like any film when it starts? Mm. You just go, well, you can't. Yeah, but you can't just go. What the fuck's it? Who's this? You don't want to reveal it too soon, do you? On episode yeah, right. one. But when you get into episode nine and you're still not sure. Yeah, but I think Mr. Robot's like that, and you like that series a lot. And oh, for me, that was the similar thing until the last episode. It tied up. No, but, but I've mm. just said that I'm on episode eight. Yeah, and you're and following. I don't it. feel that. Right. Okay. I don't, there's nothing that I am not understanding. Hmm. Maybe it's just me then. Maybe I need to go rewatch. There's just been it. a big reveal in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's another. On episode nine, there's well, a bigger nah, reveal. Well, you, why why don't you even say that? Don't ruin it for people. Well, I'll ruin Ghostbusters for you. Um, I think okay. it's brilliant. I honestly think it's brilliant. Yeah. Oh yeah, you agree now. Well, <sighs> why is it called Westworld? Don't worry about that. Oh, <laughs> he. Right. Um, See if Adam knows. <laughs> that's what it's called. That's yeah. What the place is called. Oh right. Okay. Um, it's, it's better than if it's in the movie Westworld. No. Okay, it's a movie from the seventies. Or we yeah. couldn't decide because we seventies or eighties. Seventy. Seventy-three. Is it seventy-three? Seventy-three. Okay, so it's as old as me. Um, Your Brenner movie, just yeah. kind of good, but also kind of crap because it's it's days quite yeah. badly. But this series just like murders that. I'm going to watch it then over Christmas. I think. <coughs> it's a good mm. cast good cast isn't it Anthony yeah. Hopkins really, really is in good. it isn't he yeah, yeah. Ho- and Hopkins is like untouchable in it yeah he's brilliant really good really okay. good he wouldn't do shit would he I think no. he has done a shit in his life we <laughs> 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 wonder what a Hopkins shit would be like Hey, so we were having a nice discussion. <laughs> yeah. isn't, that, isn't that great? That me and Adam were discussing a TV thing and, you know, putting forward our points and the rest of our arguments, and then Nat walks into the studio and goes, I wonder what Anthony Hopkins shit would be like. <laughs> I think it's different for sirs, isn't it? And dames. Yeah. We tried. I think they're doing a golden crusted toilet. Flash. We tried, mate, didn't we? Yeah. Um, I'm going to be playing all the same songs as last week because the uh, cartwheel's not been updated. That was um, Sheena is a punk rocker. Remains. Same. Yeah, no, no, it's by. Same was last week. Yep. They're very nonchalant there. Welcome back to the show. I'm, uh, we're just because of the discussion we've been having. Yes, I know. I'm slightly worried. When the song's mm. on. Yep. Um, can we take Jacob off booking guests? Maybe. Um, yeah. Just uh, I, I think the, uh, the idea that we had that we were just asking people on Twitter if they want to be the guest was actually working all right. Yeah, I think and, so. To put a tweet and out. equally as successfully. 
We could just do that now. That's what he does. Pop one out. Do you want to be a guest? Yeah, do you want to be a guest on the pre-record? Yeah. Give us a call. Yeah. 0345. Yeah. <laughs> Give us a call. 4492446. Do you know what I didn't tell you last week? Because mm. we got um, last week's show sort of, uh, which we only did it like an hour or so ago. Yeah. Sort of took on a bit of a life of its own, didn't it? So we didn't really get. I didn't get to tell you the stuff I wanted to tell you about what I did yesterday, which is now over a week ago. Okay. Yeah. Um, I met yesterday. Get rid of this. Mm. Uh, the original Sutty and Sweet. The yep. original ones. The, yep. The original George from Rainbow. The original Orville. Oh, I like Orville. Right. Um, well, cuddles, though. I hated him. It, cuddles wasn't there. Good. And I uh, got to have a play with them and I worked them and all that sort of thing. Did you do voices? Um, do you know what? I sort of did with Orville. Do Orville. What? Could you do Orville? Do you, I would have been able to do it in the last show. Why can't you do it now? Because I'm really struggling with my voice. Like, it's actually really hurting my throat. I can't even remember what Orville speaks like. I wish I could fly. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that what he sang? It was clear which one I did. I wish I could fly. Um, Yeah, yeah, that's what I did. I went to my friend Phil's house. Amazing. And he collects all that stuff. And uh, I had an amazing day. Phil had made a puppet of me. Oh, nice. Which was beautiful. Which I now have in my possession. He also had a Kermit puppet, Mm. which he gave me for freebies. Yeah. Let me have it. Which is very kind. I had a great day yesterday. Like a really, really nice day. And today I've got to the studio and uh, Silent Mark, who regular correspondent mm-hmm. of the show, has sent me some Chris Seavey vinyl. Yes, I saw. As a gift. It's nice, isn't it? Yeah. Chris Seavey, of course, was Frank Sidebottom. Yep. But secret. Shh. Keep it quiet. Um, I think that's in the public domain now. Yeah, no, but let's, let's, that, let's keep the secret going. Okay. Quite right. the secret okay. going. Um, but the other thing, this is what I wanted to ask you about, is I should tell you as well, by the way, because Phil, my friend Phil, uh, worked with with Frank Sidebottom with Chris Seavey quite a lot mm. in like sort of the, le- the years up to his death I don't think he was complicit but in the years up to his death he did a lot of puppetry for him on telly and stuff like that and uh, and when I arrived at Phil's house yesterday he was dressed as Frank Sidebottom oh wow yeah uh, uh, with some original Frank Sidebottom clothes and things and he had the head <laughs> yes and stuff and I thought isn't that an amazing way to live your life? Yeah. I thought the fact that I was driving to his house and just and that he greeted me dressed fully as Frank Sidebottom. <laughs> and it made me also think of the time that me and Barry went to a, to the house in, Pont- in Pontefract, which mm. he, he believes is haunted, it's not. Um, and I went dressed as a Ghostbuster. And how angry Barry was at that. Why? He just said I was taking the piss and it wasn't funny. But I mean. He was going, get in, get in now. The neighbours will say, get in now. <laughs> and I was going, what, what will that matter? And I said, that would be a great treat for me. He said, no, I don't want to come here in the future because they're always the fucking Ghostbuster now. Where's the Ghostbuster? So you can't have any fun with some people. No. Um, but that was a. Uh, we've not spoken to Barry. I no. don't know if it's available. You might just have a text him and ask him. No, I just ring him. Okay. I ring him straight. So, yeah, so I wanted to say thank you anyway to, uh, to Silent Mark. Yeah. Let, just let me do this. Did I press the button first or not? No. Right, fine. Dial up first. Oh, God, I've not got Barry on. Speed dial, unfortunately. Oh, do you want me to? That, that time when we fell out. I've got his number. one. What are those late night adverts? <laughs> do you remember those? With the, they used to have the phone numbers on to call. Um, I do remember one, them. One one. I know. I meant two. to wait till it. Yep. Yeah, is it ringing? No. Put it up. Yep. Yeah, oh, there we go. There we go. It might not be, it might not be available. Okay. Not chat with him. Okay. Might be busy. He probably won't answer. If he's busy. No. He's not just answer, is he? Just go answer your phone, He's Barry. He's being a prick. He's being a prick. I'm going to text him, Barry. 
Barry. I'm going to say, answer your phone, Barry. Barry. Answer your phone, Barry. Barry, why'd you do it? Hi there, Barry Johnson here. Sorry about the call at the moment. If you're calling about work, then you can contact Gag Reflex. Now grab a pen. Look, then... speaks people as if they're, as if they're real. <laughs> <laughs> as if he's actually conversing with them. Um, so on the way home last night, Phil is also, uh, he is uh, friends yep. with Hacker the Dog. Oh, okay, I remember Hacker the Dog. came in here. T-Dog, Hacker T-Dog. Yeah, but it's T's for the... Uh, and Barry called me last night. That's what mm. I wanted to talk to him about then. He he called me last night on the car phone, and Hacker the dog was, happens to be in my car at that point. Right. Um, so Hacker answered my phone. So Barry. How did Barry find Hacker? Uh, it was an amazing thing to listen to. Well, have you got a car phone, first of all? It's from the 80s. You got a car phone? You just said that he called me in my car phone. What do you think I mean? Well, you know, they used to have those phones in cars, didn't they, years ago, that would be like a car- Did they? Oh I, made, oh, I made that up. That was a thing, wasn't it? It's car phone warehouse, of course. Who, who are you talking to at the moment? Because you're making at me like I've made up the concept of a car phone. No, but- I'm not. I'm, I'm, what I'm struggling with is how you've not understood what that means. Do you mean you just had your phone in the car? I'm- Hello? Who's on line one? Hello. Hello, Barry. Sorry, sorry, Ira, mate. Hiya. Um, so, uh, but bear with us, Barry. You can you can join in the conversation. Okay. Where um, we're talking about when Hacker the dog answered my phone to you yesterday. Oh yeah. I said uh, so. Uh, it, was, it was on the car phone. Is what I, sa- is what I said car- apparently. Mm-hmm. You did. He and did Nat, say that. And Nat now is struggling to understand what a car phone is. Because is, why wouldn't you just say your phone? Have you got a phone in your car? A special phone? A car phone? Do you have a car phone? <laughs> this is the discussion that we've been having, Barry. <laughs> Right. That's what, what that's what she's zoned in on. Not not how was Hacker the dog in your car. Not that. Well, that's not. Hacker. That's just been taken as red. Um. Well, it's my phone. Yeah. yeah but obviously what? my phone. Well, why do you say you? If you pick your phone up, why do you say your phone? I just say my phone. I don't say my house phone. Well, it could, could mean your house phone. Well, I don't say like my tube station phone. Or so why? My bus so why phone. don't you? Because I just say phone. I don't need to add other so words. So you say in. phone. Come what may? Yeah. Because I don't. I don't have a house phone. Right. So if I said you were on your phone in the car. Yeah. If I was telling if I was telling Barry now, right? Yeah. Okay. Hands free. Hey, the other day, Nat was in my car. She was on the phone in in my car, and I was driving. Would you now assume that I could hear her conversation, like all of it, or would you think I could only hear her side of it? I think you don't hear her side of it. Right. So if I said, and Nat was on the car phone, would you then think I could hear all the conversation? Yeah, it'd be gone through the speakers. There we go. Well, I don't, okay. That's so all there is to it. So basically, he was on the phone was on that the was phone. coming through the, that was going through the car. Speakerphone. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah. It, it wasn't even speakerphone because it wasn't the speakerphone on the phone. It was going through the car. So it goes through the car. Okay, I don't drive. This is why I don't understand what, what's going on. I think I know what you mean. You plug it into the speaker. What do I do about getting somebody else to host the show? <laughs> no, what, I get it. What, what motions would I take I to, get to put it that now. in order? I get it now. <laughs> Basically, when I'm on the phone in my car... It's on speaker. Cool, I got mm, it. Mm. I got it. Right, it's so not speaker. It's not speaker. Oh. It comes through my car speakers. Oh, that's, wow, that's really... That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you wanna, uh, how do you think I speak to it, though? Because then, obviously, that's going to be... Oh, yeah, where do you... Where? Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? It must Ma- be magic now. Like magic. microphones rigged up. There we go. Um, which I cover in the all-encompassing phrase, car phone. <laughs> <laughs> got it. So, got uh, it. are you busy, Barry, by the way? Uh, it's all right. I've, I've got five minutes and I'm going to look at a cattery. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you mean as a day out or do you mean because you need to use a cattery? Is it haunted? I think... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, haunted cattery. That would be good. Um, no, um... Uh, 
it's because I'm, I'm I'm going away in January. Getting rid of it. Put, so. Just getting rid of it. Oh, where are you going? Uh, I'll be uh, same place you go every fucking year on his birthday. Where? Where? Chillingham Castle. Where's that? Chillingham. <laughs> <laughs> Is that in Kent, Chillingham? Do you know what I'm starting to think? I'm starting to think that rather than me get the train to this radio station, I should just we transfer them an episode of the Parapod. <laughs> and just say it'll just be all that again. Put that on and get Nat to interrupt it. That'll be the show. How long are you going to <laughs> Gillingham Castle for? Chillingham. 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 Sorry. Uh, three nights. Well, cat's all right, isn't it? I don't think you need to put in a cattery. <laughs> well, I'll, it's got a weed. Yeah, but you leave out the food, don't you? It's not like a dog <laughs> where you've got to walk it. Oh. You're listening <laughs> no, to Buffoon Hour. <laughs> Oh. It's, no, I, I'm paranoid enough. I, I get, I'm worried if I like leave for more than an hour. I've got a little camera that I like watch her at home oh, on really? to make sure she's all right. Yeah, what's really your, creepy fucker. What's his cat? What's your cat called? We discussed this Socks. several I can't remember. times. Socks. Socks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um. All right. Okay. So it's going on holiday to Gillingham. Well, yeah. Why did you get? Why did you get a cat, Barry? I, I just like cats. Mm. Yeah. Not really a reason, is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> I like people, but I'm not having a baby. <laughs> My brother is. Oh. And now we move away from Buffoon Hour to Barry's family news. <laughs> 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 I don't know if I've got a jingle for that or not. Here we go. Is, 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 the, one for the team there. is the jingle for your brother having a baby? There was a spunk shot. That's Could right. And let's hear <laughs> what's happened <laughs> with Barry's brother's spunk shots that he did. <laughs> We, we presume into the vaginal area of his wife. Wife, Barry? Wife? Was it wife? No, they're not married. Not married. Unmarried. An unmarried partnership. And the gentleman has shot his semen into the ovaries of the lady who has released an egg, which has now, according to Barry, been fertilised. So, Barry, get us up to, up to date with you, baby. Yep. <laughs> What's happening? Well, what's happening? Yeah. Um, they're having a baby. Um, There'll be more Barry's Family News next week. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's over. Barry's... I could never think of things to tell you when I'm on the spot, but when we're talking, loads of stuff comes but out. You tell me a new up. thing every day. That's what, what have you told me this week? Do you mind what you've told me this week? Absolutely no idea. Maybe not, no idea at all. Well, let's go back to Hacker the Dog. Oh, yeah. What do you right. think of Hacker? Can you describe that conversation you had yesterday? Because I saw you put it on Facebook, sure. showing off. I, I, it was, I wasn't showing off. I think it was like, I just needed to share it. <laughs> just, was you exhausted it was, after it? You thought it was me. It was in, intense. Yeah, I agree. I've met Hacker. I agree with that. It's a handful. Yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. handful. Yeah. Or, or <laughs> but then, weirdly. But then I did. <laughs> it is a handful. It's true. It is a handful, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> mm. And then I went and watched loads of clips of him on YouTube, like on the news and things like that. It was funny. Yeah, just like pointing out and saying to people I've met him. Yeah. <laughs> spoke, to him in, spoke to him in real life. <laughs> that bloke there. Um, I was but, really uh, laughing because you thought it was me, didn't you? I honestly thought it was you doing an impression of him. It would have been a good you impression. You both sound really similar. Beg your pardon? You both sound really similar. Oh, I think you said you all I sound really so. similar. I did so, yeah. I thought, I wasn't sure what you meant by that. Yeah. Well, it was happy. Uh, yeah, yeah, just uh, intense. How did you find it, Nat? I, I was. I needed a rest after we left. I found him to be qu- quite challenging. 
<laughs> I, I fucking loved every second of it. I think it's hilarious. I was so confused. It was late on as well. Yeah. yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. Really funny. Yeah. But I liked him. I'm, I'm, yeah, it's lovely. Got on well with Hacker. He says all summer a lot. Mm. And that always makes me laugh. Yeah. What he said. I can't, actually, I can't, um, I can't say what he said to Barry last night, but he said something to Barry all summer. Um, he wants to come on the Parapod, mate. Yeah. Fuck. I've uh, I've already said yes. I thought we had a no guest rule. No, I've already said yes, mate. <laughs> I said yes uh-huh. because it was basically that or the mental podcast, and I didn't think it was quite appropriate for the mental podcast. Actually, it's probably more appropriate for the mental podcast, but um, it's going to be on the parapod instead. Do you believe in ghosts? Does a puppet's dog believe in ghosts? I'd say yes. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your question to me? Does a puppet believe in ghosts? <laughs> Do ghosts believe in um, ghosts? Just, just confirm if that's your question, mate. Mm. Is, is your question to me, does a puppet <laughs> dog <laughs> believe in ghosts? Just confirm if that's your question. Does the man with his hand in the dog? Does the man with his hand in the dog hmm. believe in yeah. ghosts? Uh, I, I don't believe so, but I don't know. Right. I wouldn't have thought enough. so, because he's a relatively you know, intelligent man. Right, oh, a bit of ghost news. Um, oh, jingle for that. Uh, uh, it, don't we have another show for this, Barry? <laughs> all right, okay, all right, okay, sorry. <laughs> you can do your ghost news if you want. Uh, there's a ghost in the Christmas tree upside down in a pub. <laughs> Everything about that, I mean, never mind the ghost, but why is there a Christmas tree upside down in a pub? That's my first question. Well, it was the right way around originally. Um, and was. then the Christmas tree. The tree. Right. And then the staff have come in and yeah. it's um, like stood up on its end. Right. It's How really they... weird thought. <laughs> How do they know that ghosts have done it? Barry? Well, a burglar wouldn't do that. <laughs> it might. Drunk burglar in a pub. Um, how's that even? How's that even possible, Barry? Even if a human did it, how is it possible to put a Christmas tree the wrong way up? Yeah, it's, it's odd. <coughs> it's odd. Um, Almost as if it's yeah. been photoshopped or something. No, I'll, I'll send you the link. Okay, No, yeah. pl- please don't do that. I would like to see it. Um, right. It's, uh... <laughs> d- what do you think's happened? What do you think's happened? Well, something odd's going on in the pub. It's, fam- it's famously haunted, and the staff are like, oh, well, it's a friendly ghost, but it's, um, yeah, it's done this, and now we've got to do the tree again. What's the pub called? Which, Oh, I can't remember. Oh, famously haunted, is it? Where Famous, is it? It's, it's famously haunted, but you can't remember the name <laughs> of the pub. But it's famously haunted. There's <laughs> loads of haunted pubs. But where well, is no, it? No, you, you said famously, so yeah. that implied there's loads of haunted pubs, but this one's famous, but you don't know what it's called. Oh, yeah, that's quite an on. Uh, just go ghost pub, Christmas tree, upside down. There's one in Tate Britain that's not there, yeah? Uh, it's in Cornwall. Cornwall. Right. Oh, the fa- oh uh, that's the famous one. Yeah, white, the White Hart Inn. Right. If anybody wants to go on there, Google that. It's in Bodmin. There you we go. You can see the it. photographs of the tree upside down. Can yeah. you see? Have a look at the picture. I'm having a look at Cornwall Live, the website. Cornwall Live? Oh, sorry, I didn't realise it had such a, an esteemed validation. It, it says Pub in Cornwall claims right. ghost turned its Christmas tree upside down. Well, should we go through? Let's go through this article, because this, this is literally all we do. Okay. This is what we do, okay? So I'll, I'll show you now how easy it is. All right. It, it Go looks on. like this Cornish pub is on the 2016 naughty list because it's been visited by the ghosts of Christmas present or maybe just some mischievous elves. Okay, so already, Barry, already, so you can ask it from the other side now, already there's been no confirmation that that's a real thing because they legally can't because it's not. 
Okay, so that that's one. And right. and two, the jovial manner in which this is written would not be at all appropriate if it was actually haunted. So it's assuming that it, the publication, and the reader are all on side that this is just a mess about and a bit of fun. Yeah. Alright, okay. All right. Right. Read on that. Read on that. The White Hart Inn in Bodmin proudly posted a photo on Facebook of its festive looking Christmas tree decorated with silver and gold baubles, tinsel, and topped with a bright red star. Okay. But the next day, staff of the pub uploaded another photo of the tree balancing upside down with the caption Look what our friendly ghosts have done. At least they have a sense of humour. Okay, and stop. Right, Barry? Yeah. Do you want to add anything to that? No. You, you can't find any anything to question in that at all? No, no. no just you can't find you know, anything to question in that at all? Well, it's all there. <laughs> right. Shall I, shall I take you through it? Go on. Um, would you require <laughs> any sort of independent adjudication for any of these things, or are you happy to just take someone's word for it? Well, no, they've put a photo up, though. Yeah, who has? The pub. The people that want you to think that it's a ghost? Yeah. Yeah. If I sent you a photo tonight of right. a ghost in my house, which is just a sheet, <laughs> <laughs> and, said, and said to you on the message, I know this looks like it's still, but it's just been flying around my house, what would you say? <laughs> But I wouldn't believe it because it's from you. Right, okay. So, if um, somebody else, an outside eye, so somebody who had no connection to me whatsoever, said that had happened and had footage of it, would you then believe them? Um, uh, I, don't, I might do if it didn't come from you. I'd right. be more inclined. Okay. So what I'm saying to you, mate, is you've got a place here that wants you to think they've got a ghost... Incidentally, right. if they didn't have a ghost and that had happened, they wouldn't be saying, oh, look what the ghost has done. Well, at least it's got a sense of humour. They'd be running around screaming and shitting themselves. But it's friendly, though. No, it's not. It's just it's that. just a bit of publicity for the pub, mate. That's all it is, quite clearly. Because all the information has come from the pub, all the photos have come from the pub, no, no independent... Adjudication there at all? No. Do, do you want to hear from the manager? Yes. Manager Richard Jago told told Cornwall Live, "We set the tree up, and when we locked up, no one had access to the bar area. When we came down in the morning, yeah. the tree was upside down. We just couldn't believe it. It's weird." Okay, can I tell you the statement that he would have made if it had happened? Yeah. Fucking hell! Fucking hell! The fucking tree's upside down! I'm fucking fuck this, mate! I'm not staying here. Fuck this! I'm gone. Fuck the lawyer! Burn it down! That's the statement. <laughs> Yeah. That he would have made yeah. if that had happened. Well, staff at the pub have decided to keep the Christmas tree upside down to keep the ghost happy. Yeah, and uh, perhaps to bring oh, in people. Nice. No, it's not. It's so that <laughs> fucking morons like you will go and have a look at the tree. Well, le let me tell you, it's not the only incident. Richard said there have been lots of spooky incidents at the pub, which is over 500 years old. He says, I live on site now and I've heard noises. There's banging, footsteps, bottles moving, people talking when I'm the only one here. To be honest, I don't mind. I'm used to it. OK, pass me your phone. I promise I won't do anything, but just let me touch so I can read it. OK, you ready? Yeah. Oh, Barry's got something to tell you. Go uh, now I've got something to tell you as well. 
um, you know my house, you know where I live, yes, you know, yeah, yeah. sort of out I the do, way, yeah. in, in, sort of in the in the woodland area and that. Thing is, right, I live there, um, I've heard noises. Oh, really? Yeah, there's been like banging and footsteps and bottles moving, people talking, like, you know, when I'm when I'm the only one there as well, mm. no one else is there, I'm the only one there. I mean, to be honest, I don't, I don't remind it, I'm used to it. There we go. What do you think? Have you got a Christmas tree? <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> Bye, Barry. <laughs> Whitney Houston. The, yeah. Um, the lady. From singer. the bodyguard. And the bath. Jacob. Hello. Are you ready to introduce our next guest? Of course. Okay, let's go. So... Hello. Hello. Uh, no, the guests think she's talking to them, but they're not. No, go, go, I'm go. not talking to them. Come on. We've got uh, Ralph Echemendia on the line. Okay, Ralph, you there? Yeah, I'm here, brother. How are you, sir? Rowan? I'm doing good. Did you call me Rowan? I think it's like Roland. But... Roland? Is that a Grange Hill joke? <laughs> I remember Roland. What did, think... you, what did you call me then, Ralph? Let me call you back. Oh. Okay. You want me to call you back? Oh, no, 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 no. I said, what did you call me? I didn't hear what you called me. Oh, brother. Oh, brother. Brother. Uh, Got it. We thought you said Roland and we were confused. Oh, you're not Roland? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, uh, here's the thing, Ralph. Uh, we've got, um, I hope you don't mind this, we've got uh, like a work experience lad who's part of the show and we've allowed him, we're going to allow him to do, I'll, I'll still be here to supervise, but we're going to allow him to do the interview. Okay. Is that, all right. Is, is that cool with you? No. We'll still get all your pr all your primary and all that sort of thing, mm. but we're just going to give him a basically we're, we're giving him a chance. <laughs> it's cool. My pleasure. Okay, thank you, man. It's called Jacob. I'll still be here, by the way. Okay, Jacob, ready and yes. action. Thank you. Um, I'm super prepared for this, so that's great, um, Ralph. It's very nice having you on the air with us. So I appreciate your time. Um, yeah, the the film. My Snow pleasure. You've, so you've worked with. Um, you worked on the film Snowden. How? Yes, I was a technical supervisor on, on the film um, and was basically involved from very much the beginning of, uh, of the process of whether or not uh, you know, Oliver wanted to make a film about kind of the issues. And, uh, and actually, it was, uh, I took Oliver to uh, a hacker convention in Vegas called DEF CON before, Snowden, uh, before the Snowden disclosures came out. So shortly thereafter, once the Snowden disclosures happened, uh, and he decided he wanted to make the movie, I, I was involved in, in in a lot of different things because uh, for Oliver, I had to be like a translator at the beginning uh, for a lot of the technical talk that was being discussed. Yeah. Were you involved with the script writing as well, or was it more the structure of the film? I was, yes. There was a gentleman by the name of Kieran Fitzgerald, and Oliver, both of them wrote the uh, screenplay, and so we we would go back and forth. They would give me uh, different revisions, different edits of the screenplay, Do you and uh, fancy I would coming make over certain here? suggestions. Yeah, and then I was going to say, how does it work in terms of because obviously, so Oliver will have an idea for the film, and then is it a case of them pitching ideas to you, or is it they, they involve you from like, from the beginning? I know, yeah, they involved me from the beginning. They already had, um, they had, you know, purchased the options, if you will, for two books um, and that they were going to base it off of. And they, um, 
they went to uh, Russia and actually met with uh, with Edward Snowden, of course, and yeah. then they came back uh, with a lot of notes and the first revision of the script, uh, and then we looked that over and I gave them some feedback in certain areas and and that's how it began. So, so you've spoken to um, to Snowden as well, and, and when it comes to um, what was the point of the film to make sure that it's correct and because you know like you've got some films that are based on the true facts is, is kind of is this film trying to reflect what actually happened as much as possible i think that's the thing with uh, scripted you know with anything that's you know, a, a motion picture of this uh of this magnitude it's it's always based on the facts um but we were trying to make it as factual as possible and uh make it as authentic as possible um, especially from the, there were there were certain parts that that uh, that Snowden did not uh, elaborate on um, to Oliver and to Kieran, so they would bring that back to me and say, well, you know, how would this be? For example, there's a scene where there's a a class, if you will, and uh, and Snowden just said, oh, there was an aptitude test. I did the aptitude test, and you know, I think it was 38 yeah. minutes, where it was supposed to take hours. And so they came back to me and said, you know, how would that, what would that class be about? And because Snowden wouldn't say that. So I helped fill in the blanks. Cool. And what was it like working with Oliver Stone in the film? Oh, it, it, for me, it's great. I mean, this is the second film I've worked with Oliver on. Yeah. I worked on a previous film called Savages, oh. um, where, where it had, uh, you know, had a few uh, hacking-related scenes. So I've worked with Oliver before, but this was much more involved than Savages. This was, like I said, very much from the beginning all the way through uh, the filming. I was in Munich, Germany for about three months, and then Hawaii. Um, there was also filming in D.C. and Hong Kong, but I only did the, uh, the Munich and Hawaii part, and then after that, then post-production. So in addition to you know, uh, working on the creative side of, of the film, mm -hmm. I also created uh, along with one of my partners we, we, we put together a system to make sure that we weren't hacked during the making of the film because it was the first movie that Oliver's done that's entirely digital yeah. so we were dealing with uh, only digital files for the whole process and all the communications we set all that up and we monitored everything to make sure that, that we had no potential leaks and then who is playing Snowden in the film? Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt plays Snowden in the film. Yeah. Um, he's he's great. He's really a a gentleman, a very smart uh, actor, and uh, just did a, I think he did an amazing job. And did you get to work with the cast as well? I did. I got to work with Joseph a lot. Um, I got to work with a lot of the other uh, actors that were playing different parts in the movie, uh, as well as Shailene Woodley, who plays Joseph's girlfriend. So it was very much, uh, you know, once we started filming, um, you know, I was, they used me as much as they could to, um, to you know, to just kind of give them some background on what the issues were. Um, so it's a lot of a lot of it. You know, a lot of the actors didn't fully understand what the issues around privacy and the internet yeah. and so on. You know. And then um, I know Nicolas Cage was involved in the film as well. Did you get to work with him as well? He was. I got to meet him. Yes. Oh, that's great. Um, he was. He actually plays. Uh, his character is based on a gentleman who was on set as well named Bill Binney. He's one of the first uh, whistleblowers, NSA whistleblower, yeah. uh, before Snowden. And so his character is loosely based on Bill Binney. And uh, yeah, I got to work with him for two days while we were filming in, in, in Germany. And I was going to say as well with the cast, because obviously it's a very, I mean, the topic is, you know, it's not something that you normally kind of know about. 
Um, with the cast, and I know you've briefly mentioned this, um, but before the actual filming, did you have to, did you kind of have any sessions with the people, like with the cast, on you know, when it comes to explaining how, because you know, I know this is a stupid comparison, but I know like with the Big Bang Theory, I know this is a completely different thing, but I know obviously they're trying to focus on, you know, when they do all the scientific stuff that they, you know, involve, they, they're trying to make sure that, you know, everything is actually, you know, factual. Um, and they t- and I know I've read some stuff about how they um, discuss stuff with the cast. Was that something that you were involved with as well? Or had to do? Yes, in fact, uh, the first time I met with Joseph Gordon-Levitt um, was in my house in, uh, back in Los Angeles. And he came over for a few hours and we sat there and we talked about all kinds of issues around hacking and, you know, showed him some things uh, so he would have a better understanding of, you know, how things get hacked or how a certain... Uh, certain types of data may be leaked and so on and so forth. So, yeah, we spent some time uh, prior to the filming, months before the filming, and then uh, we went out to Munich again for pre-production meetings. So that was one of the things that was very different was I got to work with every department head from wardrobe to art direction to the director of photography. So Oliver wanted me to make sure that everyone had as much as, uh, as they needed. And then as well as some of the other actors who, who play different parts in, inside of the NSA, uh, we sat together in Los Angeles and then on set yeah. prior to every scene. I was, uh, I was very lucky to be part of, uh, of a process that most people never get to see, which is uh, when you get on set and they're going to rehearse the scene, it's, it's kind of a closed set at that, at that point in time. Not even, the, not even the director of photography is in the room when they're figuring out what the scene is going to move like. And yeah. so I, I got to be a part of all of those. So it was, it was very exciting and uh, very ed- very ed- educational for sure. It was uh, learning how to make movies really fast. No, that no, that sounds very good. Um, what is your favorite animal? My favorite animal. Well, being a Taurus, I guess I'd have to say it's a bull. <laughs> that, that's, yeah. That, um, and then I know I've read I've, I've, on the press release um, it mentions you and the, being an ethical hacker. Um, what what does it mean? Cause, I mean, I just I don't know what 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 does it involve? Like what what you know what kind of stuff is it that you do? Well, it's uh, I guess the term is sort of an oxymoron, but uh, but really what it is is the same thing that it, that you know a hacker would do. So I'm 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 basically paid to break into computer systems, um, and then show the client how I broke in, and explain to the client how uh, how I did it. Yeah. So and then you know propose something so that you could you could fix it um so that's usually what i do is, is go after and it, it varies from banks to you know all kinds of different institutions so um that's typically how it works we use the same tools the same techniques to break in and then then explain how they can fix it um and then are, are you a fast runner no, no, no. Hackers don't run. No, me neither. Um, and then I was going to say, the press release, and now going back to the actual questions, um, the press release mentions that you work in the, you know, the, when it comes to the cybersecurity, it, it involved, and, and I apologise. The, 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 I know, but you're trying to make me laugh. You're doing really well. Um, no, the, the, the press release mentions the, the, the cybersecurity in the entertainment industry, and that's something that you're involved with. Um, and then I was going to say, is this some, is this a case that you work with with celebrities and making sure that you know that they keep their stuff safe? Because they've they've been in the last few years, they've been you know like a, you know, a big um, things being hacked. Uh, 
you know, um, a you know a high number of kind of you know big uh, kind of industry you know leaks and and stuff you know that's been going on to you know, like famous people is that something that you're involved with as well or is it like helping other people yes keep yes absolutely I, I work a lot with uh, certain celebrities to sort of secure their communications make sure that they're doing things in a way that um, cannot be easily hacked um, and then leaked as you know there's been some major leaks of you know uh, nude pictures and yeah. things like that that happened in the last year or two so I do a lot of work with celebrities and I also do a lot of work with the studios yeah. Um, primarily certain certain studios that want to make sure the films or any of the scenes related to the films don't get leaked before their their box office release. Yeah, um, and then the um, with the recent election in in the US um, and, and yeah. Trump getting in the office, um, is that something that? That kind of involve you know with the cyber security and you know different political views being you know and and, and Trump being kind of um, associated with different you know, international political um, associations and views is that something that you're involved in as well is that something that you know you think the cyber security is going to be I mean that's, that's the question today. Uh, well yes I've been involved in I've been involved in training uh, for the federal government for many many years in the U S yeah. uh, specifically on what you know we call ethical hacking but. Um, <coughs> You know this 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 election just uh, further shows how much the cyber issue yeah. uh, can affect uh, an election. Not only in the, you know the political landscape, if you yeah. will, yeah. Um, you know with all the Hillary things and yes. you know the voting machines being possibly yeah. hacked and yeah. uh, all kinds of things like that. Uh, all of those things are possible. To be honest with you, so yeah. it just really brings brings the whole cyber security issue to the foreground. To you know the majority of people who, who generally don't think it matters. You know. Yeah. No, that, that, that's great. And then uh, last questions from last question from me. Um, do they have pot noodles in in the U.S.? Do they have what? Pot noodles. I I, I didn't do, get that. I'm sorry. Pot, do you have pot noodles? Do you, uh, we've got it here. So I just, I was just wondering if that's something that you guys have over there because I've never been. What is that? we have pot? We don't have pot noodles. Uh, it's like uh, like spaghetti kind of thing looking, and then it's like in a plastic box, and you put hot water, it, boiling water in it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We have. We is, do it, have is, it, is it a different yeah. name? Is it called something else? I think it might be a brand uh, here. It's called, it's called uh, God, something noodles. I'm trying to remember what the brand is, but it's not that. No, that's yeah. No, that's brilliant. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, that's going to come back in again. Um, thanks for that, man. Uh, can I just ask you uh, again? You were incredibly interesting. All the rest of it. Um, I just want to ask you: do you, Were you happy with the interview from Jacob's point of view? Absolutely. You thought you did okay. Yeah. Good. Good. Okay. Nothing. All all relevant questions. All sort of like kept it chugging along. Oh yeah, absolutely. Brilliant. Yeah, smooth. Okay. You were Easy. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there we go. Well, that's simple. Then I think that's a resounding success. For Jacob, particularly, you know, that's, mm. you know, you obviously know your stuff, but Jacob, that's the first time he's ever done that, I didn't you. Um, so we, we, we should give him another chance with that. That's I good. think so. Okay. But, but is there anything... I think you give him a chance, huh? Is there anything you wish that we should have asked you, Ralph, that you've, just for some feedback for Jacob? No, that Jacob anything, would have asked. That J- you wish that Jacob would have asked you. Is there a question that you wish he'd been asked? I think I'd have made it more conversational. Yeah. But th- th- that's not a criticism, Jacob. I'm just saying I would have made it more conversational, but you still got all the information out and you've you got all yeah, your questions yeah. out. 
Yeah, and Snowden looks like a really good film. Yeah, I think that's valid. I think that's valid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll yeah. give him that. I mean, you can't give, you know, you can't let, you know, it's going to go to his head if you tell him it's all it's good, true. you know? Yeah, no, totally. But it's, it's um, yeah. So for, for a first go, he did very, very well. Very well, yeah. If it was like his hundredth go, he did dreadful. But but for his first go, he did very well. Well, yeah. Do, do you know when Snowden is out, um, Ralph? What's that? One more time. Did you know when Snowden is being released? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, I did know when it was being released. It, I think it's been released in London a few weeks ago. Yeah, so um, it, it, okay. it's a, okay. it, it's been a, a you know it has different release dates around the world. But okay. uh, I believe that we're we're about done now as far as, as releases around the world. Okay. I mean, don't sound angry with him now. No, right. Why haven't I so seen this film it. yet? Yeah, I want to see it. I didn't. Uh, okay. Well, thank you. So I have much. a little cameo in there. I have a little, oh, little cameo. Oh. Well, you, is it a spoiler if you oh, tell yeah, us what yeah. it is, or can you tell us what it is? It's in the scene where I'm talking, this, this classroom scene, uh, you'll see a, 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 an ugly purple shirt. But don't let the, uh, don't let the wardrobe <laughs> lady figure that because she gets, she's going to get mad at me. Okay. But I'm the, I'm the guy walking around in the uh, ugly purple shirt. Fantastic. Okay. We'll look out for that. I will, no. Um, Jacob, do you want to say thank you? Thank you, Ralph. I appreciate your time. Thank you, Jacob, man. Keep, keep at it, man. Don't let these guys beat you down. <laughs> no way. We've got to beat him down. We have got to beat him down. But he's, uh, he's fighting back. He's doing all right. That's that's all that matters. Just keep fighting, brother. Thank you. Cheers, Ralph. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Bye bye. Long fade, isn't it? Mm, really long fade. Still going. I don't really like fades on. Songs. Even though it's on zero, it's coming back it's up now again. It does again. something. I think that yeah. means it's haunted. We should tell Barry the studio is haunted. Um, why was he asking him if he likes? If the pot noodles I are I thought that was unusual because I didn't really understand. I think he said pop noodle as well, it sounded like. A pop noodle? Pop, that sounded like a pot. I didn't think he said pot. And he asked him how pop. how fast he could run. Yeah. Or was, and, was and he then, a good runner? Yeah. And what his favourite animal was, which was an unusual thing to slip I in. I suppose he's just trying to find sort of light and shade within well, the interior, I guess. It'll be about Snowden hacking, can I it? I suppose not because it's a heavy subject. Yeah, I need to be like But uh, I thought Jacob did uh, relatively well. I think he did If away, he yeah. was a sixth former doing a sociology A level. Yeah. Um, I've gone to interview an expert. That's yeah. what I think. I think he did very well in that case. I think so. Um, he looks a bit um, broken. Have a look at him now. He looks slightly broken. He, yeah, he didn't. I don't think he. He didn't feel like that went well, which did is lucky. Know? I thought he, no, he did do well. Yeah, he did do well. But it's good that he gets a second crack at it. When yeah, the next so guest much so on, that it's so. going to be interviewing the next guest. Yeah. No, you are. No, no. Stop <laughs> shaking your head. You are. So Jacob's going to interview our next guest as well. Coming up soon, Lynn Cochran Murphy. And again, I will keep an eye over it, as will Mm -hmm, you, Nat. mm -hmm. And if anything goes wrong, then we can jump in. Jump in, but we didn't need to in that one. No, it was fine. If anything, we could probably have gone for a drink then when he was doing that interview. Well, I reckon Lynn's going to be on for a good thirty. So we. So should we try? Should we see if we can do that? So we should see. She's on. Me and Nat are going to see. (laughs) <laughs> Look at that face. She's coming on in about five we're, five minutes. We're so. gonna, we're gonna, me and Nat are going to see, because we, we could have done it then, in yeah, that yeah. interview. We could have done it. So now we're more confident that we can literally just go for a drink now yeah. while you do half hour interview and we'll be back in half an hour. And we'll just wrap up the show, final 15. That's all right, Jacob. Yeah. 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 He's hanging himself, Look, Hanging himself. Um, so, uh, I wanted to talk to you about uh, British gas. <laughs> Sure, okay, yeah. I did, and I know I mentioned it in the last show, and I just... It, I find it a really difficult one about that thing they did about the homeless... You know, the homeless... Right, so that was, thing. if you retweet, that they will give some money to the home, homeless charity. Yeah. Okay. It was 25 grand originally. I think they upped it to 100 grand, I think I heard. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
I'll tell you what my issue with that is. Is that I think it sets a dangerous precedent. Because I think it... What do you think? What do you think of it? I think it's a, a worthy thing to do. Obviously, mm-hmm. donating money to a homeless charity is a good thing to do. I agree. Um, I don't... I feel like doing it by social media is a bit of a... Well, well my, my question is... It is a worthy thing to do. Yeah. Then why is it conditional? Right. So if they've got 25 grand... Yeah. Why is it conditional on people putting their name in tweets? So they had 25 grand and they needed to get a certain amount of retweets in order to donate They said they'd give a pound for every retweet. Right, okay. That's what they said. And they had a 2,000... 25,000 budget to give away and then I think it was up to 100,000 in the day right I I feel like if you have 25,000 pounds to give away they know right just give it away but they needed a certain but the implication is though is if they'd have got one retweet they would have only given one pound one pound right okay is that that's right isn't it yeah I think if that's what they're saying pound per retweet so they're emotionally blackmailing people yeah to do their advertising for them because you'll look at it and think, oh, God, it's only had 5,000. I I need, I want to give some money to homeless people. Yeah. So how, did it get 25,000 I've got absolutely no idea. Okay. But it's uh, £25,000, indeed £100,000 for a company the size of British Gas is a piss in the ocean for advertising. Yeah. For that sort of advertising. That's a piss in the ocean. Mm. Um, and I just think there's something kind of... Uh, like Imagine if children in need did that, or the equivalent of that. And mm. you know, and said, "Well, uh, do you know what they sort of do? There's that sort of thing of you know, with certain charities where people promote their singles on it mm. or whatever. You know, and people got to make a living. I get that, and they're giving the time for free in most cases. I just found it a little bit galling that a company of that size, less th- that would be less than one percent of their profits. By the way, that's twenty five thousand, less than one mm. percent of the profits, um, would make it conditional on putting their name on yeah. all those tweets. And you could say now that we're giving publicity, but." I'd argue that this isn't the sort that they want. Is this the first time? I have not heard of a company doing a similar thing before, but I'm sure I imagine done that for, every, for every retweet. We'll yeah, do we'll the, you know, do whatever. this. Yeah, we'll give you this. Um, I'm sure that's happened before. I doubt, I doubt it's first. I just think it's a bit. It, it feels, you know, this isn't taking into account the actual people as well. Mm. You know. So it's kind of yeah, putting it onto you. If but at the end, I'm assuming there was a time frame of by Friday. Get, I, I don't know, but, but but also I'm not saying as well that people shouldn't retweet it. That's no. not you know I didn't say that. What, what I said on Twitter was, um, get a pound and go out and give it to someone and fucking yeah. engage with them as well. Mm. You know that sort of thing rather than just, uh, you, you know you can't retweet something and then feel good about yourself mm. when all you've done is add a bit of corporate advertising. Yeah, um, I, I'd, I'd sooner people. Proactive with homeless people, if possible, mm-hmm. if you're as we've discussed at length yeah, in recent weeks. We did, yeah. But um, yeah, I just felt a bit. I felt bad, sort of criticising it as well. But I also, I just didn't feel like it's a real cunt trick. Really? Yeah, I really do. I, do, I really do. Horrible. It's it's emotional blackmail. Right. Yeah. And then I suppose if I wonder what would have happened. I mean, I, I am assuming they would have got the twenty five thousand. But if they didn't, I wonder if they would have tweeted and said, "Oh, we only had you know twenty four thousand retweets. Therefore, we're not giving away." I our imagine budget. that twenty five grand was going to the homeless anyway. Right. Okay. I would, that's what I would. Imma- oh, I would like to believe that. I hope that's the case. That that was already committed to. That they're going to spend that. But they weren't spending it to charity. They were spending it on advertising. Yeah. Which, by the way, they can now. I think from a tax point of view, I think there's something they can do with charity as well. I don't know. I think there is. That might be wrong, but I think there is. Okay. Um, so there's a lots. There's lots of uh, at the bottom of this story are people with no houses. Yeah. That's who, the, who well, are being slightly exploited. I, I think. Mm-hmm. 
And I guess you could say, do you want to draw publicity? Because obviously everyone will go, well done, British Gas. Just do it and you don't have to tell people about it. Do you? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's a... I'm not Scrooge. No, but I suppose it's like some people when they go, oh, <laughs> where I does that end though? I like, wasn't paid where, for where that. does that end? Well, it's just people. So, I, I think I said to um, someone on Twitter who, because a few people, you know, people that I know on Twitter and that were saying, well, I've got no problem with it, and you know, this, this, and this, and oh, well, you'd rather, you know, we d- we don't want to stiff the homeless just because no. of a corporate measure and all that. And I agree with that. I, I do agree with that. But I said, what if the EDL did that? Right. <laughs> like, what if you know the if there's a Nazi party in Britain? What if they did it? Yeah. Same rules apply, do they? You know, what's you know, what, what if whoever did it? What if what if Rolf Harris did it from jail or Gary Glitter in jail? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Then what? You'd retweet because it's going, but it's going to charity. Yeah, so but it's mean. that sort of thing, you know. Rolf Harris's money at the moment. Rolf Harris is a great Ch- Savile's a better example. What if the estate of Jimmy Savile now said, "We're going to give this money to charity on the condition mm-hmm. that you now retweet Jimmy Savile was innocent of everything." Do you know what? They'd probably get enough people doing it. But that, but, you but know, I know what you mean. You know what yeah, mean? That, that's extremes of it. That, yeah. that is extremes of it. Yeah. But it is still going. I will do the good thing if you do this. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that's what feels wrong about it. That's what. Yeah, and it obviously does benefit British Gas. It's advertising, and their advertising budget. I've got no idea what it is, but I can tell you now, the advertising that that a hit, a hit rate of at least twenty five thousand people does not cost that little. No. I want to know now. I want to look and see how much if it went to, if it went or went to charity. The whole lot. All right, should put a song on where you look. Yeah. I don't know what my point is. Uh, you know, I want. I obviously want that money to go to charities, but I also want people to not think that they've done their bit by doing one retweet. Okay. That's how I feel. Do you think people should talk about donating to charity? As in, should they just do it, or should they make? Because there are people that do make a big deal out. I've donated my money from this to charity, and, and sometimes it can feel like just do it. Don't, don't need to get a claim before doing it. Get the yeah. praise. You know what I mean? I don't say no. Generally speaking, but um, that's good. But even me saying that me is, implies that you yeah, do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't. So uh, um, but they, they kind of do want, but again, it's that same thing, isn't it? Mm. I think things are sometimes morally corrupt and a bit cynical and sure. I just think we help them. We help these However uh, fall, fall short of evil. British gas are offering free electricity at weekends, so I'm in. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I support yeah. it. Well done. Uh, sort it out, sort it out. Yeah. Natch did a bit of advertising for them. <laughs> That's what says it. Did you know that that know? was in June. Shit. Did you know that they did it? Free electricity at weekends, did you know that? <laughs> Yeah, get, why not um, stop listening to the show? Go and uh, change the supply to British Gas. Just, I've just not quite took a drink in time. I'm going to do it now. I'm just going to swallow. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, oh, God, I didn't mean... Welcome back to the show. I didn't, I never, nor I mean, did I. Ian Boldsworth on Fubar Radio. Welcome back. Uh, speaking of um, charity people, mm-hmm. I don't like to talk about it, but Go on. Um, I did a gig at the weekend uh, in Watford. Now, because it's Christmas time, um, there are, as I was telling them last week, the you know the widow wanker or whatever it was called, widow wanky. Yeah, I was. Uh, it was horrible. Just all big, you know, big parties and stuff, and basically people's Christmas days. Yeah, and you're doing comedy and they don't want it. So uh, we had some people from Costco. Oh, yeah. You know, the people who go to Cadbury's and say, have you got any chocolate that's going off what? that we can sell? <laughs> no, 
they don't. Selling bulk and make people think they're getting a bargain. They don't do that. I don't know if they do or not. No, they but don't do the that. the point of the matter is, is that uh, they, I want, I've always wanted a Costco card. I used to have uh, one. And, um, cash my, and carry, yeah? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. so it's a, it's a, people use it to sort of stop their shops yeah. and things. Um, I was being flippant before. And uh, I used to have a Costco card, but unfortunately, um, my partner died, and now it's been uh, withheld. I think I think that's what happened, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. And um, so uh, the people who were in, in from Costco, I was saying I want a Costco card on stage, and a boy threw a card at me, and I was like, I've got a Costco card, and I looked at it, and it was his. Oh, that's nice. His security card for him getting a staff for getting into Costco. Free stuff then, big right? discount. Yeah, but he, he can't give that away. So mm. then. Uh, once the joke's over, ha ha ha, I've thrown my card at the stage, blah, 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 blah. Aren't I the funniest man in the room? Um, I refused to give it him back. Fine. Well, okay. he gave it to you. Yeah, I refused. And then I said I was going to do an auction for it if anyone else wanted it. Uh, we got it up to a tenner, which he was bidding at. A tenner. <laughs> for his own card. Yeah, he was bidding a tenner for his own card back oh. that I said I'd give to charity. So I got the tenner, he got his card back. I then thought, I can't be bothered going finding a charity. I go to a woman at the front row and said, can you give that to a charity? She went, yeah. I went, what charity is it? She said what it was. And I said, what's that? And she said, oh, it's Nicaraguan children. And I went, nah. Took it back off her. And um, then I said, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to give this to the first homeless person I see tonight. Okay, that's who I'm going to give it to. Mm-hmm. The first homeless person I've seen tonight in, in Watford. Um, and then they were like, yeah, right. I went, I will. I definitely will. And then I was like, I'll take a photo of it. And then I thought... I was like going, no, I won't. I won't take a photo. With like, a homeless man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's, but person. that's what I was imagining in my yeah. head. Me just going, well, put your hand out. Yeah, Come on, there God. we go. I'll, I'll tweet pose, it. Pose for the photo. Smile for the camera. Yeah, so I said, yeah. you just have to trust me. But I, I, obviously I will. Mm. Um, now, he's a bit, he was a bit of a dick, this lad. Mm-hmm. Who I got the tenor off. And I put it in my jacket pocket. Deliberately in my jacket pocket. Rather than in my wallet. I was like, put it there so you don't forget about this tenor. For 24 hours. It was really bothering me. Because I had so many conflicting things in my head just going, well, I could just have this tenor. Oh, so you didn't see a homeless person I, I, in Watford? No, no, I didn't. No, right, no, okay. No, not between, not between the club and my car. Okay. Um, yeah, I wasn't going to go wandering the streets. <laughs> I, looking, you'd be, yeah. I wasn't going to become a homeless person in order to <laughs> give money to another one, right? Okay. Right. Um, but I was, I was having a real conflict of, of like, a real mm. crisis of... Conscience. That's a homeless charity. Could have given it to them. Yeah, but do you know what I mean? Can, mm. can you get that? Do you understand yeah. that sort of thing? And it was like, and then the next day I met my friend Martin in Watford. I was like, I've had a real issue with this and that. He said, Yeah, you're cursed with this conscience thing, aren't you? And I was like, Yeah, and I just, I'll have to do it. But oh, it's a tenner. And a tenner is still a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Yeah, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. But it's, it's, it's oh, it is though. If you, if you lost a tenner, tenner, you'd be yeah, quite upset. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. So. And then we were walking back to towards the gigs for me to do the second night there. Mm. Um, so this would have been Friday night, not Saturday night. So this, uh, uh, and on the Saturday night, and there was a man lay down by the Nationwide Bank. And I saw him, and I was like... <laughs> and I just went, fine. I said to him, I'm fine, I'm going to go do it now. And uh, there was two lasses at the cash machine, and I went and gave the man the ten, and they were going, oh, isn't that, Oh, that's so lovely. And she went, oh, I wish I could do that. And I was like, yeah, fuck it, wish I could as well. You yeah, know, it was that yeah. sort of thing. And it was, uh, yeah, but he got it there. See, that, so, that's nice. No, but then I took credit for... For it being your tenor yeah, that you just given. it wasn't my tenor. As uh, Tony Prince would say, flash. Yeah, that's sure enough. Flash. Sure enough, waiting for two lasses to be at the cash yeah. machine. Like, there you go, mate. Should have thrown it, shouldn't I? There yeah. you go, mate. But I didn't. And I actually said, I honestly said, because I obviously hadn't planned what I was going to say, but I said to him, put that in your pocket. Is what I said. <laughs> like my granddad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get that in your pocket. Don't let so, your mum say that. Did, uh, did they say um, anything to you? Uh, thank you. Thanks. Thank you.
what they said, mm-hmm. and he didn't seem. I tend to chat with people if I can, you know, and, you know, if they if they if they seem like they want to chat, I will yeah. chat. Um, and he didn't seem like he wanted to chat. Didn't so. say like got more British cast, to be honest. <laughs> I doubt he has done yet. No, not yet. That's um, true. Jacob's telling me line one for our guest, but Jacob's still in the other room. So it can't be. So it can't be our guest. I'm not putting this fader up until you come to the room. There we go. Okay, so we're now joined on the phone for our next guest. Uh, this is Lynn Cochran Murphy. Are you there, Lynn? Yes, I am. Hello. Hello there. How are you? Oh, I'm great. Thank you. Uh, uh, I, we, basically, what's happening is today, we're doing a pre-record today. So it's, uh, it's for the show next week. Uh-huh. Um, and what's happened is Jacob, who I believe you've already been speaking with. Yes, he, he has emailed me a few times. Yeah, uh-huh. okay. Yeah, well, he's sort of like, he's kind of coming through as a presenter. So even though you're, you're on this show, um, Jacob is a, is a comedian as well. And he um, basically, we're, we're giving him a chance. He's done one already on the show today. So we're giving him a chance to sort of, to, to kind of run the interview, even though I'll still be here. So I'll still do stuff in the interview, but he, he's going to run the interview. Is that okay with you? I'm willing to just go with the flow. Yeah, okay, okay. Let's hope that he is as well. Um, okay, so uh, have you got the press release and everything, Jacob? I do, yes. Okay, but uh, Lynn, thanks ever so much for joining us. We do appreciate it, but I'm going to hand you over to Jacob if that's okay. Hello, Lynn. Okay. Okay. Hi. Well, um, just to, to start, so obviously you've got a new book coming out in, in January, um, and I know it's, it's in a way, is it, is it a, a kind of a follow-up to your previous one, which is um, A Living Hope? Is that, is that kind of a follow-up to, 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 that, to that book? It, you know, it is, but it wasn't intended to be. The first book, Living Hope, that came out last year mm-hmm. um, was really about the, the suffering of life and all the challenges and how I overcame yeah. and, you know, full of positive tools and steps and ideas but this book is really about the mystery and the miracle of life and understanding ourselves and then the whole um, idea of we're not alone here. Yeah. Um, and then, I, I mean, this is obviously based on the, on, on, the, on the press release that I've got in front of me, um, but um, kind of the book focuses on, on this idea of, 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 I guess, this spiritual um, way of, understanding what you know what you do and you know kind of you know how you know how your life is going and and the, the thing that i was going to ask you is um because i because i've been um i was raised catholic and and you know different people kind of look at you know religion in different ways and you've got people that you know see themselves more like as you know as you know, as more spiritual than religious or the other way around and i was just going to uh-huh. ask if if when it comes is this you know what you do is this something that you use you know if someone is religious is this something that you use alongside the religion you know their religion or or is this something that you know people leave religions to do this or you know I think it's so very individual because with the students that I've had and the people that I've worked with mm-hmm. that were raised catholic some of them are very very open yeah and they're okay with things being um new age others it it contradicts their beliefs. So it kind of depends on which version of the church they grew up in, because like the Franciscans are a little more open. Yeah. Um, But, you know, when we talk about archangels and angels and saints, that part connects. The other thing that I really do, though, and I talk about it in the book, um, Unfolding the Mystery of Self, 
yeah. that sometimes we need to use the word creator or source or the divine yeah. because a lot of people have trouble with the word God. Yeah. They were exposed to church or something and yeah. it it turned them off. Yeah. No, I agree. And, and I was going to say, because like I said, I've been, I've been raised Catholic and, and obviously, you know, obviously it's part of Christianity, but there is a lot of ways, you know, a lot of laws and, and stuff that they, you know, the, the Catholic Church says that I, you know, I don't, that I don't agree with, and, and that's why I see myself more as someone that's spiritual rather than religious. And then, mm-hmm. I, and I know you've mentioned kind of the angels and, and that aspect, um, and and within the Catholic Church, um, you know, the, you know, a guardian angel. That's something that you know that's that's kind of heavily involved. And when I was a child, having a you know a guardian angel was something that you know I was I was told that I have and. And that's an aspect that you know that you know that kind of I can associate with what you're saying. But um, yeah. when it comes to the angels, that you know the, the idea that you're talking about, how you know how you know where does that come from, and is this something that you know you decide, or is this something that you know that's with you, you know, from birth? And you know how how you know how do you see that kind of the idea of angels? The um, my first experience with them, I was two and a half. I was in the hospital, and I had just survived a house fire. I was the only survivor yeah. of the house fire. Yeah. And at the foot of my crib <laughs> appeared two blue people yeah. that talked to me. Yeah. And I decided that they were angels. Yeah. And they comforted me, which was really important at that point in life. Yeah. Um, so that was like my first experience. But then I was raised in um, the Methodist church yeah. and exposed to a lot of other churches through my family, um, Presbyterian and um, Catholic and so on. And it didn't, it didn't light me up. It instead, it gave me a guideline and some foundation and the belief that there is something greater than me that I can count on. Yeah. But then I actually had to go to Buddhism to get <laughs> the yeah. understanding of life that I was looking for. Yeah. Yeah, so I was going to say, because I know that your press release mentions... An- a number of, of of religions and is this is mm-hmm. the you know is this spiritual aspect is this something that you've compiled from you know different religions exactly i would call myself very eclectic i've studied um judaism hinduism buddhism christianity i've lived in a christian commune i you know i really wanted to delve deep and get everything i was looking for everything i needed and out of that came this eclectic belief system that really works. And I think that's part of the point of this book, yeah. the Unfolding the Mystery of Self, yeah. is that a lot of us don't work well within the confines of a church. Yeah. But we get a lot from a church. Yeah. So I will go to a church and um, just experience a Sunday because I felt guided to. Yeah. And I'll get a really great message. Yeah. And I may never go back. Yeah. And, uh, so you know, we walk our own unique path. Yeah. And part of the book, the point of the book, is to make that okay. Yeah. And do you, do you see yourself as religious or, or or spiritual or both? Spiritual, not so much religious. I am um, one of those people that, without my connection to the divine, yeah, life is is meaningless to me. It yeah. has no no flavor. Yeah. So I stay involved in my spiritual life and my spiritual practice daily, deeply. Yeah. Um, so I probably can't be called religious because I will study them, I will absorb a piece, but I won't adhere to anyone. Yeah. 
and then and, and I, and I apologize if this is too personal uh, but again you know my kind of religious knowledge is very basic and the only thing I can associate it to is to you know to what I've been raised which is the, you know the Catholic Church um, and then when it comes to you know the Catholic Church you know praying is you know is a big part of the religion and that's why I've been raised and you know, how I've been raised um, is this something that you do as well when you know praying is that something that you do you do as well yes yes but I found that there's effective and there's ineffective prayer yeah and as a child, my ineffective prayers could not do anything about my mother's, my family's problem yeah. with alcohol. Yeah. And so no matter how much I prayed, nothing changed. Yeah. And I had a lot to learn about that. Yeah. Today I've learned that um, I use the type of prayer that they teach you to use in theta healing. So you go up into a meditative state using the theta brainwave state or the delta state, and from there, pray in a certain way that um, really empowers and God acts on what you request. Yeah. So when I work with people, um, when they are willing, we remove things that don't serve them and we ask God to give them things that do benefit them and change their life. Very powerful technique. And so now I see prayer is powerful. And I certainly didn't when I was 19. Yeah. Jacob, Jacob, make some, do something more like, like now balance it with light, with light. Okay. Um, and then um, I know one of the things that your press page mentioned as well is that you're a healer. Um, mm -hmm. right. And then, and then obviously, the, again, this is something that I know nothing about when it comes to the actual aspect of someone being a healer. Where, you know, where's mm -hmm. this coming from? You know, how, how, where do you, re you know, where's that kind of coming from? Where do you, you know, when do you realize that that's something that you've got? Or that you're able to do? Healing is really a huge topic, and I dedicated four or five chapters in the book to it. Yeah. Um, my first experience with this, I, you know, I guess people just told me you can do it, right? Yeah. And so I'm like, sure. My kitty cat is sick. I was about 21. Yeah. And I was practicing um, a type of Buddhism at that time that you chant. Yeah. So I chanted and prayed for my cat to be healed. Yeah. And I had taken him to the vet, and the vet said, my God, I've never seen a cat heal so fast from yeah. this particular problem. So the cat was well in like two days, something that normally would take a good five. And the cat came home with me. So that was my first experience, and it was powerful. And since then, I've just added more tools. I, I do it in different ways. I use yeah. theta healing to a great extent. And um, it's just called alternative healing or yeah. energy healing. Yeah. And it's powerful. And, um, you know, I would never recommend someone not go to a doctor or do something traditional, yeah. but I do encourage people to try something different, too, because it doesn't, that is the word, there's though, no toxicity it? to the body like so many medications. We don't have to cut anything yeah. and put your body through that trauma. And then when it comes to healing itself, and I know you've mentioned, obviously, with, with the cat, that's, that's, you know, the kind of initial example, um, but, you know, where, kind of where do you get, you know, where is it just something that you think, or oh, maybe it's just coincidence? And you know, where you know, where's the kind of the line of of thinking, oh, this might be just coincidence, and then you realizing that that you know, that might be something that you've got, that you know, an ability that you, mm -hmm. you've got. You know, that's a good question because all of this stuff has very little hard data behind it, and a lot of it is about faith and choice. Yeah. So, um, I've been working with a woman who has leukemia. Mm -hmm. I have um, 
I don't know what the outcome is going to be. Yeah. She's using regular medical procedures yeah. and chemo. Yeah. And she's working with me. Yeah. I know that I can give her peace of mind and yeah. inner peace through our work. I don't know what will happen with the leukemia. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. She's okay with that. Yeah. So... In terms of measurable, there are some things that I've noticed that are really measurable. I, I um, had an eye disorder, and um, I kept going every couple of years and checking with the doctor on it as I was doing the healing work. And the last time I asked him about it, he goes, I don't know why you keep bringing that up. You barely have any indication of that disorder. Yeah. And so I stopped bringing yeah. it up that yeah. apparently it's resolved enough. Because the first time he told me that I had this disorder, he said you'd have to have corneal replacement in five years. Yeah. So, so there you know, are some kinds of evidence. But, oh, the other important thing I wanted to say, though, it isn't me who does the healing work. I'm yeah. just a tool or a vessel. Yeah. It's God that does the work. Yeah. It's now, that creative source that can change anything yeah. or create anything. That's what makes the change. And then the last day, I was going to say, because what, what, you know, when it comes to healing... Let's go about pot uh, noodles, do the pot noodle best. Yeah. Um, um, a lot of people... You've got, you've got some people that um, will... And, and I'm not personally, but I've you know, read about online, is that some, you've got people that um, you know, have medical conditions, you know, like cancer or you know, other ones. Um, would you say that you know, there are people that will leave the kind of the, the the medical part of it and just focus on, on this kind of spiritual healing would you advise someone to just do that or is that something that you know is that, would you say that healing is just part of it it's just something that you, you know is like a side part that you use a, you know a, you know as an addition to the kind of the, the normal medical um, help and that you know yeah, you might be getting i guess I, you know it's so mixed i yeah came across a client um, a couple of years ago that I saw intuitively by doing a body scan. I saw a spot in her bladder yeah. that was unnatural, and I encouraged her to go to a doctor and find out what it was. Yeah. Because I cannot, I, I'm not a doctor, I don't diagnose. On the other hand, if she um, wanted to continue working with me on it, of course I would work with her and we would do everything possible sometimes you get the message that a doctor is the thing and other times you know that you can heal it immediately because you know there are spontaneous healings that defy everything you know our natural our regular mind tells us so um yeah no no, i was going to say as well um and i because i've because i i've spoken to someone that i know um um about about the fact that we've got you on the show um uh-huh. and and th- i mean this i mean this is just you know but i, ju- I was just wondering but i just thought it was an interesting question when it comes to healing um she was wondering if if you can if you can heal love or a broken heart and is that something that you, you know you do as well or is it more you know when it comes to kind of the health side or the religious side you know is it like, where, where's oh. the kind of, where's the barrier where, where the healing kind of stops and you know what part you know yeah you asked really hard questions, and that was a good one. And so, yes, <laughs> healing a broken heart is actually pretty easy. Yeah. If a person is willing to let down their defenses and talk honestly yeah. about what's going on, and then I use that higher guidance. Um, I worked with a man recently who was talking about 
um, the lack of joy in his life and the, the loss of this most recent relationship. Yeah. And actually, we went back and looked at when he was about three years old. Yeah. And what he discovered about life at that point and what he decided. And those conclusions are what we're undoing right now. And it, you know, it brought him to tears, but it also means that he got in touch with when he decided life wasn't good and he didn't want to be here and he was unhappy. Yeah. And so we can change that. And we're in that process. So um, it works really well with all things. And I know that the woman who taught me, Viana Stibble, mm-hmm. who taught me that healing technique, that she has knit bones right, right in the instant moment that she requested it. Yeah. I haven't had that experience yet. Yeah. No. Yeah. And that, no, I mean, that's, you know, that's been, I, I honestly appreciate your time. And, you know, it's been really nice. And, it's, you know, it's just something that I'm interested in. So it, it was actually genuinely really nice to speak to you. Um, if you oh, just want, you. if you just want to maybe mention to our listeners about the book and, you know, I know it's out in January, but yeah, if you want to give us all the details and where people can find it. Okay. I'd be glad to. Um, the new book coming out in January is Unfolding the Mystery of Self. We are never alone. The book that came out last year was Living Hope, Steps to Living, Suffering Behind. Yeah. um, They're available through Amazon. And if you would like to read a free chapter out of Living Hope, that is on my website, lynncockramurphy.com. And that Cochran Murphy has a hyphen in there. So you may want to look at the webpage or something to get the spelling of it because it's complex. So lynncockramurphy.com, you can get a free chapter. There are a couple of other freebies. My newsletter is there. My blog is there. Um, And I encourage people to reach out and talk to me. I work with people through um, Skype or over the phone. Besides in person, I teach classes. I teach people how to do this. So I think everything that you need is at lynncockermurphy.com and with the hyphen and on Amazon. Wonderful. Um, It's Ian here again. Hi, Ian. Now, after Jacob did his wonderful interview, where he did very, very well indeed, and I just need to get some very quick feedback from you about this. Can I also ask you, by the way, I didn't want to interrupt the interview then at all, because Jacob was doing so well. And uh, I wanted to ask you, um, it it, it can be a very, very quick question. Do you... You know, these, see, personally, I'm, I'm sort of an atheist and stuff, so I don't really believe in that sort of thing. But, I've, you know, everyone's got the right to believe what they believe, and, you know, you can do what you want. But um, do you, would, you, would you believe in vampires? Yes. Yes, absolutely. How, I absolutely do. And what, I've, how, how, what, I don't. So what, how, how do they, what would they do? Could you describe what they would do for me? There are two different kinds. There are human that act like vampires and just suck the energy right out of you. So it's not about blood, it's about energy. Right. And then there are entities on the other side, that, you know, the other side of the veil that some of us can see. Okay. And um, I haven't experienced a vampire that way, but some pretty other nasty well, it, creatures. It, it, it's the human ones I'm sort of mm. interested in. So what would they, would, so are they like operating within society? The human ones? Yeah. Yeah, they're people like, it's like got jobs and <laughs> you know, I, a friend's mother was that kind of person. Every time I was done talking to her or visiting her or helping her, I would just be sucked dry. I had no energy left. Mm. I had to do healing work on myself. Right, okay. So, you know, and she just looks like an ordinary little old short woman. Short. Short, okay. Okay. Um, would they be, 
when you say you do healing work on yourself, what what would that entail? I mean, sorry, very very brief. I don't want to keep you any longer. But what would that entail in a nutshell? What would you need to do? I would um, surround myself with light, put light inside my body. Yeah. I would look for any psychic hooks or um, I can't fit that light in there. Things like that that have been embedded in my auric field or in my body, right. and just kind of wash my energy of hers. Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. Um, okay. Well, thank you, Lynn. Uh, I, we thought Jacob did well. Do you, were you happy with how Jacob interviewed you? Yes, Jacob's very nice, and um, this was a surprise, and it's fine. I'm really okay with it. Wonderful. Well, thank you very much for. Uh, I was going to say humouring us, but you didn't humour us. You know, Jacob was fantastic. Um, I appreciate the time. You're welcome. I've enjoyed your show, by the way. I've been listening to it. Do you know what? It's not really been my show, though, has it? It's been Jacob's show today. But, I, you know, I know we've gone on out. We've yeah, kind of yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. It's been great. And Natalie chiming in, too. Yeah, it's oh, been great. Yeah. Thanks, man. Thanks so much for your time. <laughs> okay, bye. 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 So we just were running out of time because Jacob's interview went on so long, like long fucking time. Frost Nixon well, or something. We popped out for a bit. Yeah. So just to explain what happened there, it wasn't. We weren't taking the bit out of her. No, we, not so, at all. No. We, no, no. we put Jacob in. I mean, me and Nat feel slightly. Well, I speak for me. I feel slightly embarrassed now because he did a good job. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it kind of ah. Uh, our trick. We did take the piss. That didn't we, really we, we work. We took his questions off him. We left the studio. We took his glasses off him. We took Jacob's glasses. We took did, all the questions yeah. away. Nothing stopped him. We went him. in the other room. He was getting a bit pissy. He, was, he got arsy with Which, us. by the way, um, you were quite within your rights to do. Yeah. So I apologise if we made you angry because okay. you, were, you were quite within your rights to do yeah. it. I think me and Nat got a bit giddy. Yeah. And then it was Fine. like, go and take his glasses now. Now go and take his press release and all that. And then yeah. we felt guilty and brought you the questions yeah, back. Yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> all, all of them. We brought them back. All the press release. felt bad. Yeah. Because we were in the other room wanting to laugh at you floundering. But you did well. And you were like immobile. You were just yeah. sort of like carrying on. And I... Did you not feel like... If we found out in a week's time that Jacob was involved in the publishing of that book, you wouldn't be surprised. I actually think he is, because he, he didn't need a press release. And all he kept going, in the press release, yeah. like he wrote the press yeah, yeah, release, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I yeah. think that you are involved with that yeah, book. Yeah, you said it in the press release, even though you didn't have the press yeah. release there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've read it before. What, when you wrote it? No, when I was, when I was in, in the... How g- do you know Cochrane Lady? I found her on Twitter. She your auntie? No, I found her online. Do you follow her? No, she was following us. Lynn was following us. Okay, oh. okay. And she and what, nailed the vampire. Part. So, what are your feelings now about about our actions in the studio? So, it's, I'm going to give you a, a right to reply now because yeah. you have been. I'd say today has been the closest to bullying that we've ever done. I f- I'm I never it, bullied. It may have, you can't bully me. Do we step? Do I have to cut this out? No, no you no. can't. But there's what? you can't. There is no way of anyone bullying me. What? It just it's not an option for me. What? what? Wow. <laughs> what do you mean? Why? Why? I'm like a. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Okay. Okay. Back on screen. <laughs> Light in the mood, gone. Terrifying. <laughs> what like do you a, mean? I'm like a waterfall. It's just like it, I can't. No, but you were getting rattled then. Yeah, but it wasn't. They couldn't hear it, but you were getting. But I wouldn't. Yeah. But I was not bullying. Like I knew what I was. What I wanted to say anyway. Right. So. But how were you? What were you feeling about what went on in the studio today? So the list I'm used to this. Oh, oh God. <laughs> so what? This is my norm. I'm. I've accepted this. Even when life. I'm not here. I've accepted this life. So is it like this when I'm not here as well? No, yeah, it is. is it? Pretty much. Yeah, okay. pretty much, yeah. So it's not me, I'm not a ringleader. No. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I'm you, a, it's that's kind of a relief. On a Monday. You're the Monday. Who okay. So what, um... Are you... Just tell me honestly now, are you plotting revenge? <laughs> no. There's just no... It's, I, I don't take it personally. Why? This is just a job. Oh, God. <laughs> 
That was Diana Ross. <laughs> that was Diana Ross. I'm cl- are you not slightly intimidated by I'm Jacob now? I'm quite scared. Like, really. Do you not really feel like genuinely the tables have been turned? Yeah, we're the idiots. I'm enjoying it, though. I'm enjoying that, what? that power struggle. It's, like, really interesting to me. I'd like to... Well, Jacob, what would you like us to do next? Yeah, tell us what, to, what, <laughs> what we should we do now. Because no, we've now told you what to do. I'm, yeah, you know, I wrote yeah. down questions that made I'm an open man. book. You, you, you write the chapter for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I told you to ask the man... How fast are, if he's a good <laughs> fast runner, and you did. And yeah. pot noodle. I wrote down about the pot noodles, and you, you asked him that. And what was the other one? I, what's his favourite animal? Yeah. I want needed to ask him if he liked Snow the rapper, but he didn't do that. Yeah, that's because I'm in charge now. Yeah. Well, no, you're not. It's Jacob that's in charge. <laughs> I mean, that's because I used to be in charge when that was happening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's Jacob does what he wants. Well, I've, I, do you know what? I've sort of, I've kind of enjoyed this show for this. It's like I feel like I've not really done anything, but I've done loads. You've done loads. Yeah. For me. For you. Oh God! Like what? Oh God. What, Jacob? That sounded sinister. Just being a, a shoulder to cry on. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you just gonna say random platitudes now? <laughs> yeah. It's uh, uh, all I'm thinking about right now is that when our trains cross later on tonight, mm. when we change, that like I'll be just there on my own. Yeah. And, <laughs> and he'll be there on, on his own. It won't be being recorded, or you know, it won't be going on the radio. It, it's gonna feel worse. Because he could just snap. I feel like Jacob isn't how he. No. G- given how he's been today, when put on this, under pressure, Jacob is not how he presents himself. I'd sw- so to speak about you here. So you're not as you present yourself. Mm-hmm. That, I, that's I not you at all. Yeah. What's the real? So thing? when you come in doing your sex line and all that sort of thing, the funny as that is, yeah. When you're in the moment with a guest who you didn't want to insult, yeah. You didn't play the buffoon anymore. You went very, very I mean, very articulate. Is pushing it, but you were articulate. You know, you, you know what I mean. You were, yeah. you were you knew, serious. He that, knew so. his stuff. Yeah, yeah. he'd researched. I it. mean, let's not uh, let's make no bones about it. It was not entertaining on any level. No, I like, know. The, the only entertaining thing that happened in the studio, the listener wasn't party to. No, I know. Which is that's awful radio. But me and Nat have had a laugh. We had a nice time just messing laugh. with you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So who who is the real Jacob? That's what I want to know now. That's where I'm at. Who are you? Are you even willing us? to reveal that? Yeah. No. Is Jacob your real name? I I hope so. Well, speaking of your real name and yeah. how it's spelt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Earlier on, you tweeted out on Fubar. Mm-hmm. You did. Not today. Oh, so yeah. last, last week. week yeah. Last Monday. Yeah. You tweeted out something about yourself mm-hmm. that you deliberately spelt your own name wrong so that people would think somebody else had done it. Yeah, and he also put that he was Don Draper from Mad Men. To That's what you did, and you said Jacob, but you spelt you, you deliberately yeah. spelt your own name wrong so that people would assume somebody else had done that, so, so that somebody else thinks you're cool is what you were yeah, trying to give yeah, off. Yeah. No, so people can't associate that with with the actual me. So people can't if if people Google Jacob C O Fuba. And the thing's going to come so did up. he say CEO of Fubar? No, no, I'm just did saying. Did he just it. say that? I think he did. Yeah, I think he did too. Jacob he, CEO of Fubar. I think he no. Knows, I think in, within no. the last half hour, <laughs> he's convinced himself he's one guy. Got his own show <laughs> and now been promoted to the level where he's in charge he's of the in entire everybody. company. Oh Jesus! Okay. Oh, not what, what did she say? What did she say? I said, if someone wants to Google me and find me based on the stuff that I do in here, it's not. That's definitely not <laughs> what you said because there's nothing in that sound like CEO. But they, but they now know that you spelt it wrong, so they yeah. can make the leap of finding out how to spell. Now I'm the dumbass, yeah. <laughs> now I'm the dumbass, but are you the dumbass or not? Or is it all game playing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, then. Well, I think you did very, very well indeed. Yeah, I do. We're, sort of, we're at a Thank weird you. sort of time period here now because we're on 147. Presuming mm. we started dead on. Is what I'm making. It might be a bit. No, we started immediately. We pressure recorded and then yeah. started immediately because okay, cool, you weren't cool. here. Um, so, 
it's uh, it's too late for me to wrestle the reins back of the show. Mm-hmm. Far too late for me to wrestle the reins back. It's now become your show. So now me and Nat are your co-presenters. What would you? Uh, what would you like? So it's your call, mate. You start a discussion, or you can put a song on, or whatever you want. I, I need time to prepare this. Okay, well, That's, so do yeah. I. But would, I, would you like to play a song? No, you, you? Would, would you yeah. like to play a song? Sure, what do you want to do? Sure, let's play a song. What song would you like? Uh, One Direction. No, no, oh, no. no. Please we'll say the same. Cause take it back. This, this is now happening. Oh, so. no, you, are you serious? What one? Yeah, sure. What is, what's on the system? I can't read you 20,000 songs in the next it 13 It won't be that minutes. many. Not many people there, play One Direction here. So I, I wouldn't have thought there'd be many songs. I know, so it is One, one Direction that he wants. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh. it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, hold on. It is my show. Do you have now. a, fa- a favourite One Direction song? No, it's his show. Oh, Why sorry, sorry. So I feel like I'm interviewing you. Okay, you, what, you do what you want, Jacob. I do have a favourite song. I'm just not sure what the title is. How does it go? Um, what, what's, what, what are the options? Best song ever? No. Drag Me Down? Sure. History? That one? Yeah. Drag Me Down? Sure. Let's go got a favourite member? Why have you gone back to. Morose, Jacob. So now you're hosting the show. I need to balance. I need to balance. I need to balance this. You have been saying to be fair, Jacob, for a while that when we've been taxing that it's your show with Ian on a Monday between two. Yeah, I say a lot. I say a lot of things. But this is like your actual moment where it's happening, and you're not. Come on, you have been saying it. I was not. You've been saying that you and Ian are BFFs. It's your show. Well, that's true. My show with Ian. Because you walk past me once every two weeks at a train station. So actually, I've had more obsessed people for less reasons. But this is your moment. It is your show with Ian. What would you? I always have my moment. It's always my moment. I'm always a star (laughs) on the sky, (laughs) shining. Yep. Yep. I'm gonna go with uh, "Steal My Girl." You happy with that? Sure. Yeah, let's go with that. Who's your favourite member? Introduce it. Harry Styles. Cool. Hello, it's Jacob here. (laughs) Um, I would like to put my life into perspective because I'm questioning my life sometimes and I feel like I'm making a lot of mistakes and since I've got both of you here mm-hmm. Ian and Natalie yeah hello Hi, mate. hello hello uh, I would like you to talk to me about you being 22 because that's my age at the moment what when, did I, you, when what, I was 22 what did you do uh, in terms of just career and life and personal life and all of it okay yeah that'll fill the time <laughs> um, I think I was probably about 22 when I left university I think mm. so I left university yeah. and uh, I came to London Mm-hmm. Split up with a relatively long, well, not long term partner, but long term with that stage, so it's like two years mm-hmm. of partner. Um, and then spiraled into quite bad depression mm-hmm. for about a year. Yeah. And then eventually just started sleeping around. But that was, that was, that was about 23. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't recall being. Um, what What's the actual question? I just want to know. Just want to about say, you. What yeah. was 22 like? Yeah. Uh, if if I'm getting the right year, probably quite sad, really, because yeah. but that was due due to something really. Yeah. I had just finished uni. I think I was coming up to finishing uni as well, and I was like, oh, what am I going to do? Do I'll sp- I do I'll split up with Ian? Yeah, yeah. It's horrible breakup. It's ages to get back together. Uh, and then I thought I won't go travelling. I was a lot. There's a lot of tears. Yeah. Then I decided to take a job at a country music station, so I went to work for one of those. Not that's what I did so like you know it wasn't bad and it was kind of a weird time of finishing uni wasn't a bit, a bit lost but did that met some nice people yeah. and then sort of like trying to find somewhere to live in London that's that good right. that's what I've got that's what you've got that's all I've got that's all I've prepared 
Oh, well, okay, got, that was, that was mean, it then. You know, that you've, was... Got, you've got to bring it back to yourself. But it's like you can't, a you, so conversation. Asking, yeah, well, like, for our you have to... so, so then if I was doing that as a presenter, I'd go, okay, well, I'd, I'd go, because the reason I ask is yeah. because I... How are you there feeling? Is no, there is How are you no feeling? That's what you do. That's, yeah. that's what I would do. Because it's, it's a conversation, really, rather than yeah. an interview, isn't it? So, on, so, in this so, so what you do, yeah. you go, well, the reason I ask is... Yeah. So, so start the question, start it with that. Okay. The reason I ask is because I want to put my life into perspective. Okay. Right. Why? What's, what's, is there an issue with your life? Mm. Other than the obvious? <laughs> no. This. I mean, it's far. I mean, I'm enjoying it. It's just nice to know what... I don't know. It made more sense before the song... Makes more sense before the song. Wow! Is <laughs> it One Direction that I ruined think so, it? Did yeah. they ruin it? I lost do, you the want, do you want me to play? It? Can we play things backwards on no, this? No, can't maybe, do that. I don't no, think so. Maybe I can yeah. put One Direction on no, the play. I'm nearly done. I mean, look what? at the time. One fifty-six. Yeah. We're out. We're Actually, out the time. song that you requested is eight minutes. So that I mean, that's no, no, no so but it's not. Not the whole song. It's not to be played for eight minutes. So it's not. I can start. I can start bringing it in. Yeah, now. I feel like this is a weird way to end, though. There's not a resolution there to why we talked about that. I don't know. I think it's not. Well, we just said, yeah, twenty-two is all right. Again, we've uh, we've done good show, bad show. Again. Well, I thought you thought this one was okay. It was Jacobs. I thought this was going to be brilliant, and I th- I think everything that we here's what happened. We tried something experimental today yeah. that didn't work. Yeah. That's what happened. So we tried to make you know do the Jacob thing and all that, and it just sort of backfired because Jacob it was all right. Do you know what? It's, the actual issue is he didn't play along. That's he what went the problem seri- is. Yeah, it's true. He, he went very serious. So we yeah. were messing about, and then he went all serious. We yeah. got a bit arsy. And then we look like dicks. So we look like dicks. Yeah. Because he hasn't joined in the fun. No. He's done it like, oh, I'm I'm above all this. That I'm superior like, to all this. I can't be bullied. I'm not, you know, all that yeah. sort of stuff. Which is admirable. Like, Water for Ducks back is admirable. It absolutely. Is. Very but fun. we're in the business of entertainment, Jacob. And the fact that we're in the business of entertainment, and you have. What's actually happening? You've chosen not to entertain. Yeah. I'm not entertaining. We, but we were trying to do it, so all you have to yeah. do is go along with us. We're just, yeah, so be really, silly. So it's my fault. It kind of <laughs> is. Yeah, is. Yeah. Take the show back off him. Yeah, I reckon that's what the problem is. Can't have the show Please anymore, James. You didn't play along. Yeah, no, you just back. let us like be silly, and you were very serious. You, you booked us really serious yeah. guests. I can't be a sidekick, though. I can't be a sidekick. A sidekick? <laughs> no. Sidekick. Let it go. But you did Jacob's sex line that was hilarious yeah that was good yeah yeah embarrassing you played the recorder I wasn't the one my mum to listen to it me and my mum saw the the, uh, recorder thing she was embarrassed embarrassed. what's she embarrassed about can you actually play the recorder no because I'm making a fool out of myself Sarah and Mike's coming up sorry again only listen to the live one If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes.